0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā, Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā, Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā, Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā, Om Namo Bhagavate srimad Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 9, Prahlad pacifies the Lord with prayers, text. Six, translation and commentary by Divine Grace Sri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada from the Archana Disc. Bhagavan Raja Prabhava Isha Tamodhikeesmin Jata Sureta Rakule Kvatava Nukampa na, brah- na Brahmano Na Tuvahasya Ramaya Yan Meer Pita Shri Prasadaha O my Lord, O Supreme, because I was born in a family full of the hellish material qualities of passion and ignorance, what is my position? And what is to be said of your causeless mercy, which was never offered even to Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, or the goddess of fortune, Lakshmi? You never put your lotus hand upon their heads, but you have put it upon mine. But Prahlad Maharaj was surprised at the causeless mercy of the Supreme Lord, the personality of Godhead. For although Prahlad was born in a demoniac family, and although the Lord had never before placed his lotus hand on the head of Brahma, Shiva, or the goddess of fortune, his constant companion, Lord Narasimha Day kindly placed his head on hand on the head of Prahlad. This is the meaning of causeless mercy. The causeless mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead may be bestowed upon anyone, regardless of his position in his material world. Everyone is eligible to worship the Supreme Lord, irrespective of his material position, this is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. One who engages in full devotional service who does not fall down in, in any circumstance at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of Brahman. Anyone who engages in continuous devotional service to the Lord is situated in the spiritual world and has nothing to do with the material qualities. Rajagun, Tamagun Because Pravada Maharaj was situated on the spiritual platform He had nothing to do with his body Which had been born of the modes of passion and ignorance The symptoms of passion and ignorance are described in Srimad Bhagavatam As lust and hankering kama lobha yaschaya Maharaj being a great devotee thought the body born of his father to be born of passion and ignorance But because Prahlad was fully engaged in the service of the Lord, his body did not belong to the material world. The pure Vaishnava's body is spiritualized even in this life. For example, when iron is put into a fire, it becomes red hot and is no longer iron but fire. Similarly, the so-called material bodies of devotees who fully engage in the devotional service of the Lord being constantly in the fire of spiritual life have nothing to do with matter but are spiritualized. Śrīla Madhva Acharya remarks that the goddess of fortune, the mother of the universe, could not get mercy similar to that which was offered to Prahlad Maharaj. Mm -hmm. For although the goddess of fortune is always a constant companion of the Supreme Lord, the Lord is more inclined to his devotees. In other words, devotional service is so great that when it is offered even by those born in low families, the Lord accepts it as being more valuable than the service offered by the goddess of fortune. Lord Brahma, King Indra and the other demigods living in the upper planetary systems are situated in a different spirit of consciousness and therefore they are sometimes troubled by demons. But a devotee, even if situated in the lower planets, enjoys life in Krishna consciousness under any circumstances. Paratasratah Karmata, As he acts himself, as he is instructed by others or as he performs his material activities, he enjoys life in every respect. In this regard, Madhvacharya quotes the following verses, which are mentioned in the Brahma Tarka. Shri Brahma Brahma Vindradi Shri Katat Shri Purus Shrutaha Tadanye chakrama deva Sada Mukto Smritavapi Hari Bhakto tat, Hari Bhakto Chata Jnane Sukhe Chaniyame Natu Parata Svata Karma Nakatan This chapter mostly consists of prayers of Prahlad Maharaj, too, as is indicated by the chapter title Prahlad Pasi, Pasi Lada, prayers. And actually there are so many important instructions. Is it? Usually, at least in the Christian world, when we think about prayers, it's just, God give me this, God give me that. But Prahlad's prayers are full of so many instructions. It's the prayer that consists of, uh, or a series of prayers will consist of various parts. Usually the, the, the beginning is stuti, means to glorify the Lord by describing his qualities. Before you, before you just march in and say, here, give me my daily bread, you should, whatever you desire, whether it's daily bread or whatever, first of all, we should glorify the Lord, not only demanding give me this, give me that. Even if we pray for pure devotional service, then uh, we should glorify the Lord. Of course, a pure devotee, he always likes to glorify the Lord, but even that is the etiquette. Even even if one comes with some material design, he should, first of all, glorify the Lord. Say, Say something, describing his qualities. Because in this way, Apart from the materialistic desire that he wants fulfilled, apart from expressing a material desire, that he will become attracted to Krishna. He offers some devotion. At least there should be some something offered. And if you are asking for something, you should offer something. So if you offer praise to the Lord, then naturally the by doing so, some feeling of appreciation for, for him will come. So. Stuti, one should offer uh, glorification. Then there is uh, Pratana, which means expressing some request. And there's also Vigyapti, which means to express one's heart's feelings. That means if one is feeling for Krishna. He's not just desiring something, but he's expressing his, his heart's feelings. I simply wish to be engaged in your devotional service or whatever it may be. Here, Prahlad Maharaj is, he's described some of the situation of, him, of himself as doing that. These are very, apart from all the philosophical instructions which Prahlad gives in this chapter. It's also very personal. He's describing, this is my own situation. I, I'm, uh, I'm born in a demoniac family. In this prayer that we're reading today and several other prayers, Prahlad is expressing his surprise that I'm so in such a fallen condition, born in this great demon. But still, he's given, the Lord has openly expressed more mercy to me that even Lakshmi then Brahma then Shiva openly in front of everyone he's I like this little thing I him on the hand so he's surprised probably everyone else is surprised actually when dealing with Krishna there shouldn't be any surprise because everything is possible for Krishna but nevertheless it's surprising otherwise if, it's, if there's no surprise then everything becomes stereotyped. there are different emotions so Prahlad was surprised actually we shouldn't be surprised because the Supreme Lord he can, he's unlimited he can do anything so logically speaking if we accept that the Supreme Lord is unlimited then there should be no surprise at anything he does but there is because the Jeeva is so limited and even though he knows, theoretically, that Krishna is unlimited, still, because he's so limited, his own personal experience is so limited, then seeing Krishna's unlimited potencies, he becomes surprised. Of course, we know that when the cowherd boys were entering the mouth of Aghah they were so much confident in Krishna's protection, it's surprising that they should enter the mouth mm-hmm big snake. Why should they do that? That is surprising. Even Krishna was surprised. They're entering the mouth of the snakes. People don't usually do that. I mean, you don't usually walk into trouble. You you don't usually walk into the cage of a tiger. But uh, Krishna was surprised. But they, They were so much confident of Krishna's being able to protect them, even though Krishna was standing in front of them just just like a young boy and they would fight with him and play with him but they'd seen him kill so many demons that they were fully confident that even this huge snake will enter into this into the stomach and Krishna save say whatever happens Krishna will say they were fully confident the same thing when Krishna was holding the Govardhan hill Uh, they didn't they didn't think that Krishna is anything special. He's holding it up. He must be getting tired. Now. Okay, we'll hold it. So that's uh, Vrindavan. They don't, they don't take Krishna to be... They, t- they don't take him to be materially much more than them. They don't take him to be uh, much more powerful. They just take him to be one of them. But here, Prahlad Maharaj is seeing the opulence of the lord in terms of his mercy now the, the supreme lord had already shown his opulence of power and anger in destroying iranikashi who all the demigods together were afraid of and destroying his army so that was one opulence but pralada isn't expressing surprise at that he's expressing surprise at the Lord showing him mercy which was not even given to Brahma, Shiva, Lakshmi and what to speak of so many other devotees It shown more inclination even Brahma when they, they were all the demigods they were offering prayers all the demigods and rishis Lakshmi also was offering prayers to the angering the still he was still angry still feeling it. so then Brahma pushed forward Prahlad, you go it. You go for it. Because has come for you. When all the demigods were being harassed by Nrsimhadev, then he didn't come for them. He didn't come, of course, ultimately he came for their sake. When he killed Nrsimhadev, he benefited the demigods. But that the demigods were being harassed by Hiranyakashipu, the Lord, he didn't take it so seriously. But Prahlad... When, uh, when Yelani Kashipu was harassing him, he was watching, he was watching. So many ways he harassed him. So many ways Yelani harassed Allah. That also it could be said, why didn't he come immediately? Why didn't he, as soon as Yelani started oppressing him, why didn't he come immediately? Well, that is also, the, the Lord shows the character of his devotees. Many times people ask, why did the Pandavas, they went through so many difficulties? Why didn't the God protect them? Even Vishwa was expressing surprise. That they, come and, they come in such a nice family, they're representative of the demigods, they have all good qualities, and Krishna is personally their friend, yet they have to suffer so much. Why? And often devotees themselves, they, say, they took to the devotional service, still I have so many difficulties. Why? Well, in the case of great devotees like the Pandavas and Kala, that is to show the character. The Lord shows the character of his devotees that even in the greatest difficulties, they don't flinch. They, their Krishna consciousness is not disturbed. What a lesson. Because we see so many, so many, so many people take to Krishna consciousness, but some difficulties, and then um, they become disturbed. And they go back to material life, which is extremely foolish. What could be more foolish? That even if there, even if there are so many difficulties, but it's it doesn't it's only Maya. How can we think that if we go back to material life, it will, things will improve? It's simply material consciousness. Even if there are, as we have seen, maybe not so much directly here in the Czech. It's going to there are Many problems in our movement. Mm. But then we think that, well, I shall go to I shall go to my I'll drink, I'll smoke, I'll go to the movies, and it mm. It's greatly foolish. That means we didn't actually understand or commit ourselves to that. First thing is, anyway there's no happiness in the material life. So what are you going to do that? But the The uh, thought that it's the thought that I should be satisfied, which is antithetical to Krishna consciousness. I'm feeling some disturbance living in the temple or whatever, or associating with devotees. Therefore, I should and I should find association with materialistic people. Very foolish. It's foolish, and where's the bhakti? Where's where's the attachment to Krishna? We simply go away. So that should be the resolve of the devotee. Why we're studying Bhagavatam. Practically the whole Bhagavatam, all through, it's just, it's just full of uh, narrations of devotees in difficulties. Practically. Dhruva Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj, Ambarish Maharaj, the Vrajavasis were all the time, the demons were coming. They're all the devotees. Uh, Krishna he took all his devotees, took them out from Mathura to Dwarka. Because of the threat of Jarasandha on one side and Kali Yavana on the other side. So all the way through, simply difficulties. Mm-hmm. Who else? Any any probably all the stories of the dualities, the Pandavas. Prithu Maharaj we don't mm-hmm. see there was we personally had to go through difficulties, but he had a lot of responsibility here. He had the, the whole earth, planet, all his citizens who were starving. He had to do something about it. So it wasn't that he was just sitting on his throne being glorified. He he told the people who were glorifying him, stop glorifying me. I didn't, let me do something first. You're simply glorifying me. I didn't do anything for anybody. Here. What's the use of glorifying me? So he took up his duty. Ramchandra Bhagwa, the supreme personality of Godhead, personally accepted so many difficulties for the sake of showing the path of dharma, that if one wants to lead a religious life, dharmic life, then he has to accept difficulties, because we hear a lot of these days about principles, people talk about principles Actually, that is dharma. Dharma means but which principles? The principles of dharma. One should live for dharma, one should uphold the dharmic principles. We see that uh, (laughs) one example is there, the Harai Pandit, the father of Nityananda Prabhu. He promised this one sadhu came and said, I want something from you. You give me whatever you, whatever I ask for, you should give. So he's a poor brahmin. He doesn't, whatever he gets, he gets by begging and whatever, it doesn't matter. If, if anything goes, yeah, what has he got in his what, what does a sadhu want? He says, yes, you take whatever you want. You give me your son. So then he thought, I won't give him. Then he thought, if I don't give him, then that will be bad for my son, because I'll set a bad example. If I, if I promise to give something to a sadhu, but I don't, then that will be bad for my son. he'll get a a bad instruction from his father so even though it was worse than death and actually not only he but the whole village just died and they all passed away in separation from the but he thought I have I have to follow the path of time so uh, there'll be many difficulties there's no easy path in this even if you try to have an easy life there's no such thing if you think well, there's too many difficulties in Krishna consciousness let me just lead a normal, happy comfortable life there's no such thing, it's just a big illusion there's no no comfort there's no comfort in the material world there's no happiness so we have to accept some difficulties so why not accept the difficulties which are given as Krishna's mercy which by facing them with faith in Krishna then we can become purified and actually at least my experience unless there are some difficulties it's difficult to get the same determination unless there's some challenge or obstacle in Krishna's service and when there are severe difficulties, at least what we consider severe, we're tiny living beings. And then we, we face them in, in a mode of service to Krishna. Let me, let me take on these difficulties to serve Krishna. Then we, we're forced to pray to Krishna. Krishna, please help. And uh, that, is, that is actually the greatest bliss. We actually get, we feel so much mercy from Krishna when we, we take on so many difficulties in his service. That's why Prabhupada said that spiritual advancement and an easy going life do not go well together. And Prabhupada was always pushing his disciples. Distribute more books, open more centers, so many challenges he did. Because in Europe by facing these challenges they become purified. And if if we don't have challenges in Krishna's service then we're in the temple ringing the bell and filling our bellies and not doing much else so challenge is required and we, actually the more difficulties there are the more we should know that this is Krishna's mercy only. and if we preach more and more then definitely difficulties will come because some people won't like it they'll protest but if we don't preach it if we don't preach more and more and if we don't take difficulties in Krishna's service, then we'll get difficulties from Maya. We may have a very comfortable life, but the mind will give us so many. Problems. So it's better to take difficulties in Krishna's service. We see that. All. Nowadays, uh, there are people who are posing themselves as more advanced than Prabhupada and all simply to talk about so-called higher levels. That doesn't mean you're advised. Anyone can read a book and memorize and speak about gopis and this and that. But who, is actually, who actually took the difficulty the difficulty to go out in the world and serve Krishna? Who gave his blood, as Prabhupada said, eh? to make one devotee we have to give gallons of blood? Who took the trouble to do it? Prabhupada did there's no comparison. But Prabhupada has done. So Pallad Maharaj, he got so much mercy from the Lord, which even, which even Lakshmi did. It's surprising because she's constantly associated with the Lord. Sometimes these things are difficult to understand. Dave is showing the position that Prahlad, he suffered so much from. He could have have said Hiranyakashipu wanted to make him the the heir to his great kingdom. Of course, he thought he was going to live forever, but you enjoy with me. You'll have all facilities. All he had to to do was say yes. But he said, no. I want Krishna. I don't care. I don't care for your useless Hmm. kingdom and the whole universe and it sends gratification. I want Krishna. And for Hiranyakashipu Anything but Krishna. The most, the point of his hate, the focus of his hatred was Krishna. So, Pallad could have just said, Okay, I won't be a devotee. I'll be your son, or however you like. No? He, uh, he He rejected all material opulence and facilities and comforts and accepted unlimited difficulties for the sake of Krishna. So Krishna recognized that. Prabhupada used to say you have to try to you have to try to become recognized by Krishna. Do something. To become recognized by Krishna. What what service? What service we have? Done. Hare Krishna. Short class. Hare Krishna. Any question? I think you were speaking about previously about controlling the senses and like a horses. Mm. and sometimes uh, these reins should be a little bit uh, uh, not so tight. Yeah, it shouldn't be fully tight. Yeah, fully tight. It should so be a little slack, should allow a little slack. Yeah. What does it mean if you uh life? You know, we see a present tendency in the societies to yeah. put these reins very slack. Well, very I slack. I described that. <laughs> I described yeah. that that you allow a little slack, but basically it's tight and it's under control. Yeah. But there's a little slack allowed, not fully tight. That means we can be a little flexible. So basically, we follow all the principles, but little flexible. I think I gave in in uh, was it was that talking about Mangalati at the same time? I, maybe that was another time in the last few days. Because that example Prabhupada said that the only mm-hmm. excuse we not going to Mangalati yeah, yeah. is death. Yeah. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. So that means that yeah. if you have a high fever or something that yeah. all right, a little flexible, you may not need to go. But if, we shouldn't preach like that. But if you're sick, don't go to Mangalati. We should preach if you're sick, go. And if you can't go, then go. If you actually physically can't move, then what are you going to do? But if we preach that if you're sick don't go to Mongolati, then every morning you wake up you'll find there's always some pain, there's some itch in your head or some yeah. pain in your ear or some pain in your throat or some itching in your toe or something. So, oh I have to rest and sit. Prabhupada also said if you if you don't go to Mongolati then you should I go to Mongolati or starve. So you should give yourself. So I've seen in some temples, some devotees, they, uh, they have a habit of daily not going to Mangalati and they take prasad and live it. it's Well, it's just, uh, who knows, maybe they take breakfast and it. somehow some secret also. Ultimately we have to be sincere. And we should be strict. Who, uh, who is living in the temple. If you don't want to follow the principles, you can make your own arrangement But, uh, there are, uh, managing an institution, especially a spiritual institution, is not easy, because the you know, devotees come, and then they're doing service, and then you know, sometimes, they, after doing service for many years, then they may become slack, too slack. And what do you do? And they, they fall below the level service. They may also have some responsibility and some position. So, adjusting all these things is not easy. The border of this, for example, is like moving in, in the direction that uh, we should take some things which are, according to our civilization, here in the West, Acceptable to some degree if it's not so simple. Like you can watch a movie which is not simple, or you can. I well, we'll Watching a movie is directly against Prabhupada's instructions. Yes. He several times mentions. And there's no need to say, watch a movie, why? What? What's it? Entertainment. What entertainment? Entertainment means Chan Krishna. We have so much. Make your own drama. We have so many things. That will kill devotional life. It's very plain. If you if you start watching movies and this and that, it's going to kill your devotional service. There's so much nectar in these books. You can, read, you can go out and preach. Instead of going to his bed what two hours of the movies run for, go out. Go door to door, meet people. That's also why uh, Prabhupada, he, he was pushing the movement that everyone should be busy. If you have so much engagement, then you'll be then you'll be blissful. That I was also saying at the summer camp. Uh, summer? Camp, that uh, don't have TVs. People, when I say this, which I often say, people think it's a very revolutionary thing to say but actually it's just plain common sense if you want to be a devotee then don't watch TV don't have a TV people say well I'm just watching the news and then there's, then there's some educational program something about lizards in South America or something so it's also you know it's educational and then gradually and then there's there's a drama it's Shakespeare so it's quite cultured this way Oh, well. You don't, you, you don't hear hear have to watch the news. It's not required. Why do you need to, to you? watch the news? If there's anything major, then you'll get to hear about it. And it won't affect you, that much. I saw the newspaper somewhere. Someone was telling me there was a meeting. In Russia, I was told there was a meeting between this Bush and Putin in Ljubljana. I had no idea. Uh, but... Actually, sometimes I, I, it's useful, especially in India if you're traveling. So I only found out because someone sent me an email. If I'd have seen the paper, I would have known that there was a bridge collapse in South India, so therefore my plans to travel on that route by train had to be cancelled. But I didn't, if I'd have seen the newspaper, I would have known earlier. So, uh, it's useful traveling in India because sometimes there's a cyclone here or a riot there. I also got news. Someone sent me, don't come to Tamil I don't know so it can be useful but just like that otherwise going deeply this politician said this and, you can do also you know, for, for public preaching sometimes it's useful say, Prabhupada you see his old BTGs back in the 1950s he used to take some quote from the newspaper and give some comment so it can be, but it requires Krishna consciousness no? otherwise you'll become we become absorbed in this, what these politicians are saying, and what that, this, this political crisis and that, which ultimately doesn't affect our lives that much. And we become absorbed in politician, at least in India, the papers are full of politicians, what they're saying. Politicians, Katar, instead of Krishna Katar. We have so many of these books we have to read, and there's so, there's so much. Huh? Where's the time? Reading so many other things and wasted. Go to the cinema? What a waste of time. And it's polluted. Not only is it wasting time, it's so polluted. Prabhupada writes in Bhagavad Gita that disturbance of the mind is due to lack of a goal in life. We should have some mission in our life. We have some mission that we want to be found We don't have any time for so many things because we want to get something done in Krishna's service. That was very much proper to You have to do something for Krishna. The modern world in our society is to some extent influenced by the the Goyamath and Babajis, and you should do a lot of bhajan and sadhana, which is not necessarily bad. But unless we have a, a preaching world, then you know we give all the time for bhajan and sadhana and then, you know then we also have time for it. We, all, we, we also make, also We have so much time in the day that other things can creep in. <coughs> Anything else? Actually, we try to pray the Lord in our own way, by our own words or rather to use some bona fide prayers by the previous acharyas and Prabhupada mentions in the club that we should uh, pray the prayers given by great devotees. There are so many. We can also pray for some specific thing. That, uh, dear Lord, I'm now going to India to serve you, so please guide me in the proper way, that I may serve you properly have some personal prayer. Daily we can pray like that. Today I have this service to perform. Please help me to pray. Namanasvara Yogyakarta, Krishna says. Remember me, I'm fine. Hare Krishna.